0: the button has been pushed commencing podcast now
1: that dude was a motor mouth welcome to pop tech jam the independent audio magazine about consumer technology pop culture cams and scams Okay, you know, well, you'll you'll understand when we get, we'll get it. there. I get it. Yeah, I'm JD Beersdorfer, and
0: I'm Pedro Rafael
1: Rosado. On this week's show, we discuss the recent headlines. El Kaiser has some pop culture observations he'd like to share, and I have a hopefully helpful hint about spotting a popular uh, bank shenanigan that's been making the round since at least last Shenanigans.
0: year. shenanigan. Well, a fraud.
1: Uh, Fra- so, yeah. yeah, I guess we'll just AKA fraud. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let's cut straight to the chase. Yeah, here. why not? Why not? But
1: but first, a moment of uh, pop culture. Yeah, why
0: not? You know what? It's one of those weird you – know, February's that weird time of the year. And
1: it's a leap month too, so it's we got the le- extra day of we February. We got the extra
0: day, but it's like Liam Neeson has a movie out. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, it, Who's he
1: killing this time? No,
0: no. It's actually weird. It's a romantic movie. Really? Yeah.
1: So he's not beating somebody to death a blood
0: pipe? No, it's called like Ordinary Love. Okay, and It's like a romantic thing. He's you he's know, changing he's, it up. He's actually crying in the trailer and oh. everything. I'm like, what the heck? No guns, no blasting, no trains, no airplanes, nothing. Wow, he's really uh, Crazy. deviating from form here. <laughs> he freaked me out. Completely freaked me out. But I have to comment on something. Yes. Which may actually make me out to like maybe a get off my lawn type. Uh-huh. But I'm really disappointed in R-rated superhero movies.
1: Uh, oh, did you see the Harley Quinn? No, Benwinder I haven't seen the... but
0: that's actually the point. Yeah, Deadpool, I understand. Deadpool is a different beast altogether.
1: Yeah, Deadpool like wanted that R-rating and rolled in it. and they rolled
0: it, it, reveled in it, rubbed it all over his
1: body. Yeah. The Birds of Prey, though, I
0: desperately wanted to take my daughter to see this movie. Yeah, She's 13 years
1: old. Yeah, a whole slate of female heroines.
0: Kick-ass huh? female yeah. heroines. You know, all shapes, all sizes, all stripes. Mm -hmm. But it's an R-rated movie. It's Uh, hyper violent. Yeah. It's like, it's like daredevil violent, Uh you know, blood spurting and all that stuff. Yeah. Come on. The one thing about comics that I think you and I both can really agree on is we realize the violence is stylized. It always has been. Yeah. Unless it's a specific type of comic. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see the blood spurting and the
1: eyeballs yeah, gouging yeah, and all that stuff. you want to have your sort of... Moral relativism, clarity, and That's yeah, the violence exactly is kind it. of back there, exactly but it's all for this greater good versus evil fight that we've been fighting forever. Thank you. Do you think they'll, uh, by the time it comes out of home video, will she be old enough to? Yeah, no, she got a few I, years to go. Well,
0: I'm gonna actually check it out first. Yeah, and then I'll see if it's. If she does not like bloody movies. She does not. Yeah, like so she doesn't movies. like exactly
1: like, deeply graphic violence. And, she
0: does not. She does not. She'll deal with like you know a punch out in a movie or something like that. Yeah, guns and bloods and all that stuff. She, you know, she really hates it. So, yeah. you know, we shall see. But let's talk TV for a TV. second.
1: I've
0: been on my Arrowverse kick and all that stuff. You yeah. know, Goodbye Arrow, the whole nine mm-hmm. yards. But I needed stupid fun.
1: Okay, so you needed your Cheetos watching. I needed my
0: Cheetos watching. So and I figured The Good Place, that looks like a cute show. Oh. You know, like you, Kristen Bell. And yeah,
1: I, did, did you go into The Good Place without... Uh, I didn't no really, really know what it. to expect. Uh-huh. I didn't know
0: what to expect. It hit me like a punch in the face in every single good way possible. Uh-huh. And not just a master class of mm- philosophy. N- exactly. But that was one of the things. Mm-hmm. It was a complete masterclass in philosophy and ethics and all this stuff. I was – this is a sitcom, an uh-huh. American sitcom, yes, no less. on broadcast TV. Yes. And, you know, let's be blunt, American sitcoms usually, you know, 26 seconds a laugh, you yeah. know. This thing was a brilliant – Television show, and I'm uh, I'm embarrassed that I'm so late catching up on it. Uh,
1: well, we at least did you get to binge all four I seasons? Binge-
0: I binge over the entire weekend. I'm like editing stuff for work, uh-huh. and then I'm like, okay, I got to take a break, and I would watch two episodes, keep editing, watch it, two episodes. Yeah,
1: without commercials or twenty minutes. Yes, a piece, exactly. Eh?
0: The twenty minutes a piece. It's such a brilliantly well done show from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cast is perfect. Yeah, Ted Danson may not get the recognition as being a great actor. Yeah. But the guy is brilliant in sitcoms.
1: Mm-hmm. He's a
0: brilliant sitcom actor. He gets what you need to do he as a sitcom actor. He gets the joke, actor. the
1: pace, and he knows when to be the straight guy. Exactly. And then he surprises you with some little, like, devious Ted exactly. dancing thing.
0: There is levels to his whole thing, you know? It's not a, just a one-dimensional thing. Kristen Bell, great. Yeah. Just absolutely great. Absolutely great. The whole cast was fantastic. I really love the show. Best Series, finale, and history. Fight me on that, folks. Don't tell me MASH. Yeah. Just watch this whole series. I was crying like a baby in, in like, five or six episodes.
1: Yeah. I'm literally sitting there crying. Well, especially as you knew it was winding down, because I I picked it up maybe... Second season, and the first one was on Netflix, yeah. so you could binge that, and then eventually you get into the rhythm of the once a week, right. and it kind of slows you down, and you think more about it. But I thought it was one of the most brilliant things. Is to be The fact that I they agree. only did four 13-episode seasons, I think. It, it never really did the stretch of 22. Yep. And no they kept filler it episodes. Very tight. Yeah. And the amount of preparation the cast had to do where the creator said, here, you're going to read these philosophy books, and we're going to talk about why this joke yep. works. And it was just brilliantly – planned and they knew when to end it too. Like you did not want to keep dragging that out, you know, because it, it, like the first season was brilliant and then they kind of had to find some variations on the theme. Right. And I think they kept finding new stuff and bringing in the demons and Maya Rudolph as mm-hmm. the judge. Mm-hmm. And She was the,
0: fantastic, by the
1: way. Yeah. Just so dry. And this was like the perfect part for her. Uh, the guy who played Sean, you know, yes. very dry. Yes. You see him and think, oh, was the, the cameos spider guy. The
0: cameos were great. They yeah. were perfect cameos. Timothy Oliphant with a guy from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. I, it was just really, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant show. But I still needed a dumb mind-cleansing show.
1: Yeah, so you found something.
0: I found Letter Kenny
1: okay. on Hulu, Hulu, which is actually
0: a Canadian show Okay, from Crave TV, which I guess is a network up in Canada. Yeah. This thing filled the bill. But- Again, it's not as dumb as it sounds. Okay, mm-hmm. it's about a rural Canadian country hicks and skids, which are the drug addicts, the meth heads, uh-huh. and you know the jocks, the hockey players. Is and this all that. Western
1: Canada or Eastern? It's Canada? Ontario.
0: So I would say East, so Eastern it's Canada, yeah, it's okay. it's up, up north. Yeah. Put it to you this way: they got a lot of fart jokes in uh-huh. this thing, so you figure, okay, fart jokes, I'm going to laugh. This is exactly what I want. But they also very subtly hit you with stuff that makes you think, you know what I mean? It's like,
1: come on, man. I I just want it pure stupid. Yeah. You know, you have to get in a mood where you just want pure stupid. Uh, It's not a lot of people that can combine, you know, sort of thoughtful contemplation with flatulence. Yes, but but
0: this show does. Letter Kenny, check it out on Hulu. It's an acquired taste. The characters, they can be seen as very stereotypical easily if, you know, it was handled any other way. They could have been really one-dimensional, stereotypical, but they're not. You grow really to love these characters and, uh-huh. and enjoy being in their company. Really well done. But they got fart jokes, so you laugh like an
1: idiot. And that's what I needed. All right. Fart so, jokes. Fart jokes. All right. So you just really you know run the range here of, of sitcom yeah, opportunities. Yeah. I mean,
0: I be just, you know, it's like I've been in really like TV movie watching vibe.
1: It's the weather. It's been raining so. for like a month. And, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, check out The Good Place, people. Do yourself a favor. All right. Do yourself a favor. And we'll put a link to where you can find it on the yes, show page. that would be great. Was there
0: tech news, J.D.?
1: There might have been some tech news, little, little bits of tech news. There um, might, Rabbit, there might. Pro- probably the big one. Um, mm-hmm. As you know, this time of year, February. Uh, Liam Neeson month? Yes, uh, nesting for some people. Yes. For other people uh, who get plane tickets to Spain, they're going to Barcelona for Mobile World Congress, but Bar-f- not
0: this year. Barcelona? Not this
1: year? Why? No, it what got happened? canceled.
0: Get out of town. Coronavirus. They got corona
1: Yeah, well, and, and not because everyone there had. They haven't even had the show yet. Usually it's the end of February. C- can I say it again? Barcelona. You say that so far. You know, you got I that love Castilian saying that. Thing I got it. There, I got yeah. it. What can I say? Yes. So, um, yeah, so people will just have to go there for vacation now. But the Expo is the world's largest trade show devoted to smartphones. And the GSM Association, which is the sponsor bringing in all these phone companies, announced that they were going to not have it this year due to global concern uh, and due regard to the safe and healthy environment in the host country. And uh, so we're just going to cancel this. Before they formally canceled the show, though, a ton of vendors were already pulling out. I think LG Electronics, Sony Ericsson, and many others previously announced that they were canceling their attendance to the show just because fears of uh, traveling the coronavirus, which has been hitting uh, Asia particularly hard. Really hard, yeah. And a lot of the phone manufacturers coming from that area, there was fear of, of inadvertently transmitting the disease and just you know, to, to traveling in general because there is such a, a huge kind of concern mm-hmm. about – uh, what's going on with with this? I guess epidemic. If you, I don't know if it's pandemic, but it's definitely an epidemic, because I think they just released some new numbers too, where this shows that it's not going away. It's not going away. Well, I mean, what, what makes it a pandemic? How do you move up a tier? Yeah, I have to look that up. I'm not sure. Yeah, like I mean, well, you know like if what? If you let's, level... let our, let's let our listeners tell yes, us. Yes, as, as, as we are not us, immunologists, you know, you know, exactly. you know what, what makes an epidemic go to a pandemic? It's yeah. probably some kind of numbers thing. And, or and don't could,
0: tell us to Google it, okay? Yeah. All right. Do us a favor.
1: Yeah, we want to hear what your definitions are. Yeah, come on. No Mobile World Congress uh, this year. Bye-bye, Barcelona. But still, even though the big party in Spain got borked, phone makers are still rolling out their newest models. Like Just because they're not going to have this big expo party in Spain doesn't mean that they're not going to release their new stuff. True. So uh, Samsung held its annual Unpacked Media event to officially unveil its latest phone hardware, including uh, the one we talked about the other week, the foldable Galaxy Z Flip, and their newest model, the Galaxy S20, that has a super high-res camera. So um the Z flip, when open, looks like the standard Samsung phone with a 6.7 inch screen. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Uh, but you can also fold it in half vertically just like we used to do with our phones in the nineties. This one, however, has a price tag of about thirteen hundred eighty dollars. Hard so, pass. Yeah, so much more expensive than the StarTax of yore, and also nobody knows how long that folding screen is actually going to stay intact. I guess their technology is a little better and more advanced since the ill-fated Galaxy Fold. The, which the, was only a few months ago. Yeah, which cut all the, these screen cracking and creasing and bubbling and things that you don't want in yes. a uh, touchscreen. This is a case
0: where I'm going to wait it out.
1: Yeah. I've been reading some commentary. on. was like, do we really need a folding phone? It's just like the 3D TV of this year where they're trying to get people to – oh, I, I need this all along where maybe really they don't. Is the folding the only thing that's interesting about this phone? So there's some, some skepticism, especially I think because they're looking at the price tag. Like if this was a $300 folding phone, maybe it would be different. Yeah, of course. But having it be up over $1,200 – there's some you know skepticism yeah
0: I can see that I can see that but again I don't feel like googling can our listeners tell us if they still make 3d TVs I bet they yeah <laughs> some, bet somebody else gonna
1: I bet they don't or they may have like a couple of like legacy models I mean we saw them in person and then they were yeah. lovely but do you really want to put that much money in, yeah, and definitely not rapidly aging tech in your home it's a folding phone. Um, we'll see how that does. They, they, of course, all the promotional videos. Everyone's just loving it because they they only need a little tiny square of pocket to hold it, and then they can pop it open, and then you have double the
0: size. Do they have the ads yet with really impossibly handsome? people like using it and laughing.
1: I saw some video stills. I have not seen any of the ads, yeah. but yeah, the the, the folding uh, is, is the biggest action in the clips. So, so there's that. And then uh, they also introduced a successor to last year's flagship Galaxy S10, but they didn't call it the Galaxy S11 because, oh, no, that would be too predictable. Of course. They uh, decided, oh, you know, all those T numbers are lame and let's just skip right ahead to the Galaxy S20. What? So I guess you, maybe Galaxy S17 was going to get a little unwieldy or something or just kind of like people saw it coming. So I missed 10 phones? I got an S10 in my pocket. Yeah. Well, you, you didn't miss them because they never existed. Uh, wow. But, yeah, know, the, the new line is the Galaxy S20. There's the S20, the S20 Plus, and the S20 Ultra. As you can imagine, once you get uh, adjectives on the ends of the names, you get more features and the screens are bigger and, and the price tags go up. The S20 line uh, is going to support the 5G network service when those new high-speed networks finally roll out. I know they're in little places around the country, but we do not have the universal 5G yet with the super, super fast speeds. But when they do arrive, these phones will be able to connect to them. So hmm. a little bit of future-proofing there. Uh, the other thing that is getting a lot of buzz on these phones is the cameras. Each one of the cameras can zoom at least uh, 30 times, and the more expensive ones can go up to 100 times the zoom, which is... Like spy camera territory, but digitally. Yeah, um, I would imagine it'd have to be digital. Yeah, well, and well, they've got the sensor. Too right. so that – you know how when you zoom in now with like a, the 12-megapixel, mm-hmm. like it's all chunky oh, yeah, and pixelated? Yeah. The the new um, sensors in these, there's a 64-megapixel sensor and I think just the base one. Wow. So when you zoom in, you're getting still clear. And I think the higher models might even have like a 108-megapixel. Like it is up there. So when you zoom in, you are not getting you know chunks and bits like you do with old-fashioned digital right. zoom on, right. a, on right. a lesser camera. So, so that's one of the things they're touting again. I I will tell you, the camera on the S10 is really good. Yeah. So, so this they're just trying to make it more and more. I guess you could zoom for like sporting events where you were seated up in the gods and and can't be down or or
0: concerts or or concerts
1: and stuff. I don't know practical day to day unless you're engaging in corporate espionage. (laughs) Where a lot of the zooming or would you, come in and Oh, you're handy.
0: creeping on people in the
1: streets. Yes, or you're a perv. Yeah, yeah. so these are the new features. The uh, S20s are out March 6th, and the prices start at 1000 But as you can imagine, mm. uh, tippy-toe up uh, to higher numbers as you add more features. Yeah. But you're going to stay with your, your Note S10? Yeah.
0: I mean, I like the phone. It's perfectly fine for what I need it to do. And I have my uh, iPhone 9,
1: so I'm good. <laughs> yes. You just love that iPhone 9. I you do. Will. I love it. I know. love you. it. You just take it with you wherever you go. Never letting it go. Mm -hmm. Yes, even though Apple won't upgrade your operating system. They won't. Moving on, uh, Facebook still trying to avoid blame for not policing its platform uh, for disinformation is teaming up with the Reuters news organization to maybe help out a little bit with that. Not Breitbart. Uh, Not Breitbart. Uh, The new Reuters fact-check business unit and blog will become one of the uh, several third-party partners scanning content for lies and misleading information posted there on the social network. Facebook plans to use evaluations from Reuters to label uh, misinformational posts as false and uh, downrank the ones in the news feed algorithm to limit their spread. doesn't mean they're going to stop them or delete them. They're just going to try to hide them, which, as we know, doesn't always work. Of course not. So so Reuters is on board here and they've got a whole team that's devoted just to kind of, you know, scooping the poop on Facebook. Uh, Facebook also works with the Associated Press, uh, PolitiFact, FactCheck.org and several other truth-finding organizations because it needs all the help it can get.
0: Of course it does.
1: You know, and and I know you, you left the social network last do, year yeah. and have – had a a fulfilling and free life with plenty more free time, I'm kind of getting to the point where I think I may have to at least not leave permanently, punch out over the summer once all the political stuff really heats up and just get away from it and see how life is and if it's good, just leave for good.
0: It's good. Trust me, it's good. You know, I, one thing I, I learned, and I'm learning it to trying to stay off of Twitter a little bit. You don't have that anxiety. Yeah. There's like this this low grade anxiety. Yeah, that, you constantly know, you just, buzzing at
1: the back yeah, of your skull. Yeah,
0: you, I don't have it. All right, I don't have it. So, I mean, I'm still concerned about what's going on in the world because it's going to hell in a handbasket. But
1: yes, but you don't have to hear I about it. Don't from...
0: constantly. And I don't have to feel like I have
1: to yell all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's something to that there. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of Facebook, the company's official Instagram and Twitter accounts were temporarily hijacked earlier this month by the Dubai-based hacking group Armine. Once again, Control the Hackers posted a statement on Facebook's Twitter account that said, Hi, we are Armine. Well, even Facebook is hackable, but at least their security is better than Twitter, (laughs) (laughs) end quote. So a little uh, multiple angle trolling there. Um, The hack on the Twitter account came... Uh, From a third-party marketing app that I guess the hackers figured out, you know, once there's tokens, they can get in there and and, uh, take control of the account. And Facebook's website itself was not hacked. They just got into the official corporate Twitter through this uh, third-party app. The Armine group also posted their logo on the Instagram accounts for Facebook and Facebook Messenger – and uh, I've not heard of Armine really. I guess no. they're they're up there with Anonymous in these groups. Uh, but uh, Armine previously hacked more than a dozen accounts belonging to the National Football League and their associated teams uh, in January. So mm. I guess they they're just rolling. And they say they do this to to highlight lack of security on accounts. Yeah, and I don't it's think just so. kind of malicious trolling, but no not offense. really.
0: No offense, Armine, but yeah, you know, I don't I don't I don't know if I believe that.
1: So we'll we'll see. You know, if they're just doing it to make a point. As opposed to, like, trying to siphon money away from people. I
0: could get behind that if they're trying to make a point yeah. but not trying to hurt people. Yeah. I could get behind that.
1: Yeah, so – I thought but, Dubai was
0: where, you know, Instagram influencers go to
1: I think it take is pictures. Yeah. Well, I guess they, they have hackers too. Oh, OK. Something to do out yeah. there. You know, it gets a little hot. I guess. <laughs> yes,
0: it does. It gets a little warm.
1: Yes. Now, also in hacking news, ransomware attacks on individuals and institutions continue to rise. According to the New York Times, uh, which took a look at the data from 2019, more than 200,000 organizations submitted files that had been hacked in a ransomware attack. Uh, wow. This is a 41 percent increase from the previous year. So people are realizing, oh, if we take over municipal systems or rich people and don't let them have their files, then they'll give us money. doesn't always work, but I, apparently it does because – the uh, past hackers, I think, jumped to one hundred ninety thousand uh, dollars. I think on the average, uh, with several organizations getting ransom demands up in the millions. I guess once you get into the to the bigger entities, but um, yeah, so this is becoming another uh, source of, of hacking worry. Trust no one. Yeah, trust no one. The, the whole ransomware thing is just so skeevy. Yeah. I mean, come on, folks. Yeah, and, but you know, it goes back centuries. It so does. So it's just the the modern version yeah. of it. Schkivi. That's a new mm. word I
0: think I just introduced onto the show. Yeah, yeah. I don't think
1: I've ever said Schkivi. Yeah, I think you added a little New York twist yeah, to it. Yeah, of course. There. You have yes. to. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, Nazis. Uh- <laughs> Amazon is knocking them off in a rather <laughs> discreet manner. Really?
0: Discreetly? Yes. You know, because when it comes to Nazis, you got to be subtle. Yes, you know. Boom. <laughs>
1: um, uh, also in the New York Times, uh, in the past year and a half, the Uber Mega Everything store has stopped selling books by known hate leaders like, oh, say, David Duke, former leader of the Ku Klux Klan, and George Lincoln Rockwell, the founder of the American Nazi Party. Amazon has also dumped a number of anti-Semitic conspiracy <laughs> theory titles as well. Really? Yes. Do Tell. Yes, Well, I, I guess they're going through and realizing that this is, you know, they don't want to be selling these books. I,
0: let me ask a question. How long has Amazon been around? Uh, 96, about, <laughs> I think. About yeah. 20,
1: almost over 20 years? Maybe the stakes are higher or, you know, oh, Mr., you never know. Mr. Bezos uh, has, has had, you know, some public moments and he's a, a newspaper owner now. so yes, maybe he is. He's, he's looking at things a little differently. But third-party sites, I think, you know, were pushing back and were mad. And uh, in a recent removal notice sent to booksellers, uh, Amazon said, Amazon reserves the right to determine whether content provides an acceptable experience, end quote. So they're basically, it's our party. We're not going to be selling your stupid Nazi crap on our (laughs) site. So, you know. Go Amazon. (laughs) Yes. They haven't really – been publicizing this, is just of, like you were to go to search for a known hate track. Not that any of our listeners would, of but if you not. were to search, it would not come up as being for sale on Amazon. Yeah, you know? It's a good thing. And a lot of the stuff, like, there there have been five, well, it's free speech versus whatever. Fair enough. The hate spe- you know, if this thing's only here to hate, then that's one way to look at it. Yeah. But they also, like, they didn't want to have blueprints for for 3d printable guns and things and there's certain things and bomb recipes that yeah you can find them if you really dig down on the deep web right but certain consumer uh, outfits do not want to be seen anywhere near these things nor and that's do they have to yeah they
0: don't have to post this stuff they don't have to sell it yeah you know it's not a government entity they so. don't have to make it available yeah folks learn learn.
1: Yeah so so that that's Amazon. You know I got to say this
0: and it's not a political
1: statement. Nazis suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They really do. Not not a fan of Nazis. No. Uh-uh. no. Never not by a long shot. No evil,
0: I think. Would yes, be the word. that would be a, a good way of putting it.
1: Uh, moving on, uh, Google Maps is celebrating its quinceanera this month, <laughs> uh, having debuted uh, back on February 8th, 2005. Are they going to wear a tiara? I think so. Oh, nice. Yeah, do some twirling. Yes. And Mashable, one of on the sites had like 15 great Google Maps moments where Google Maps either helped or did something embarrassing, and then you always have like the embarrassing people that show up in the, the street view maps. Of course. But all of this, I was like, I don't remember what it was like before Google Maps because it's oh, such know. the go-to. On, you the, know. I remember the folding paper map thing. MapQuest. Oh, yeah, MapQuest. With quest. the
0: reams and reams of paper that you printed out. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that but, was it. That was a and, or Or you
1: had the, the clip-on GPS with the turn-by-turn <laughs> directions. turn by Turn directions. And now, now Google Maps just does all of that for you. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's also good days. Yeah. You got, you got to wonder, like, the people who don't remember the pre-Google Maps area, like, would they know what to do with it?
0: Turn man. by turn directions. Our really old school yes. listeners will know what I'm <laughs> yes. talking about. There, yeah. it's an inside joke for our old school
1: listeners. Yes, but uh, but, but congratulations, Google Maps, yes. on making it to fifteen. Happy birthday! Yes. Now, uh, the Pew Research Center has taken a look at the world of online dating and finds that 30% of U.S. adults say they have used a dating site or app. Only 30 percent. Um, well, that's, I, I, no, I, I honestly look, thought it would be higher. A, a majority of online daters say their overall experience was positive, although a significant number of younger women reported being harassed or sent explicit messages on these platforms. No surprise no there. No surprise at all. And as the Pew study found, younger adults, uh, especially those who identify as lesbian, gay or bisexual, are especially likely to use online dating sites and apps. So, And they said, and don't discount elders because I guess there are, there is a, a noticeable amount of older Americans. Americans who are using them as well, including people over the age of 60.
0: Yeah, I could see that, like widowers
1: and yeah, you know, divorced to meet to, and, to, Yeah, just you trying know, to meet people to hang out with. Sure. So, but yeah, 30% uh, ha- have tried them. Fascinating. The Pew Research Center always you know, finds something to talk about. Very interesting stuff. And finally, and in finally. the Department of Technology used for good, uh, the Vice site has a story on a new service from the consumer advocacy group uh, Do Not Pay that aims to take a piece out of robocallers. Oh, yes, please. Uh, the service is called Robo Revenge, and it works like this. Uh, oh, I it loving this, this For some already. reason, this story made me think of you because I, I, I thought you name. might like it. Now, when you sign up, Robo Revenge puts your number uh, into the Do Not Call registry, which we know has been around forever, and yes. not everyone pays attention to it, but you can enter your numbers and say, Don't bother me with robocalls, and they're not supposed to. So, once your number's in that registry, it makes it illegal for companies uh, to plague you with unwanted calls. Now, as part of the service, you also get a virtual credit card number so that when you get that next robocall and you know you will, Mm -hmm. you use those digits to buy whatever they're selling. Now, that credit card transaction collects the scammers' contact info, which Do Not Pay then uses to automatically generate letters in a court filing that help you sue the spammer uh, for up to $3,000 under the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. Oh yes,
0: yeah. So it's yes. just like
1: use these numbers, and it and it automatically generates <sighs> uh, the lawsuit and the documents. Slow clap. Yeah. Oh yeah. J- just uh, a nice piece of
0: uh, playing little the board there. Now, I love
1: everything about this. Yes. Now, now keep in mind, Rubble Revenge doesn't do much for the scam factories overseas that are trying to steal your banking credentials, and we have a hopefully helpful hint coming up about those schmucks uh, yes. in our next segment about how to maybe see them coming. But robo-revenge can go after U.S.-based companies who flout the do-not-call laws, and maybe they'll think twice if they start getting these um, legal notices. Maybe. Because every little bit helps. Yes, I agree. So for more about all the stories we talked about here and some links to The Good Place and uh, the other <laughs> shows Kaiser talked Letter about— Kenny. Yes. Watch we, We'll have links to all that on our show page at— PopTechJam.com Up next, more scam talk Remember when it was, life was so simple and it would occasionally just be like an AOL mail? Yeah. It was like uh, the Nigerian Prince The Nigerian Prince. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I miss those days. They were so innocent.
1: Yeah, and and over the years we have seen a lot of the fraud and scam uh, specifically generated from overseas, trying to steal people's money, the fake tech support pop-ups, the fake calls from Microsoft and Apple who were suddenly concerned about your computer security. Your computer
0: has a virus.
1: Yes. No, it doesn't. Yes, the fake IRS things about how your social security number, because we're Coming Up on this time of year again. too, anytime we get close to tax season, tax season, absolutely the fake IRS stuff starts, and it's yeah. always the computer voice trying to tell you that that unless you know a lawsuit yeah. has been filed against you, all of these things just start coming out of the woodwork. Last year, though, I noticed that there was sort of an uptick in a newer scam, and it's based around the Zelle uh, payment app, which you can connect to your bank account to do mm. cashless um, transfers to other accounts. Which in itself, you know, could be good if you're you know you're paying your friends. It was sort of there the banking industries I guess uh, answered to Venmo and some of these third party services but because it connects directly to your online bank account there was that and all of a sudden it may getting people's banking credentials be a very lucrative target but there's a new variation on that where hackers are spoofing legitimate bank customer service telephone numbers to contact you so you see like oh it looks like you know my hometown bank and then the number that maybe you recognize from whatever. And so you think it's the bank calling and it's a rep who, you know, is very concerned because they've detected fraud on your account and they need to help you with this.
0: So it's the same idea like when you get a call from your own cell phone, yeah. right? You ever seen that when yeah, you get yeah. a call it's the same deal. They're spoofing yeah, that they're, number. Yeah, they're
1: using a fake thing to wow. to make you think that it's really them calling. Wow. So what they do is they try to get your password, your PIN, or they ask you to read a text verification code that just got sent to your phone. And then you read that number and they can use any of those little bits of information to hijack your user ID and online credentials and lock you out and then just start sending your money uh, to themselves. Amazing. Some banks have fraud algorithms and they've stepped it up and they will shut it down if they see that someone who's never used L all of a sudden has added it to their account and is sending money to some weird overseas thing. Ba- banks are starting to see that. But a lot of times it's these smaller amounts that maybe it's $500. They fly and, under the radar, yeah. Yeah, and because you think you're talking to a bank rep – And then you try to log into your bank account yourself and all of a sudden your user ID has been like locked out, then, you know, something's up. So uh, this has been happening. There's been a few stories about it that hit the press last year. Even like professional management people Mm -hmm. are falling for this because it seems so legit. But basically anyone doing one of these scams, all they need is your cell number. A bank account that's compatible with the Zelle money transfer system, which a lot of them are, you thinking that you're actually talking to the bank, that's just the, the the combination of things that they need and they can rip you off. So when you do get something that claims to be from your bank, which back in the day, you know, they would call you. But anytime someone wants numbers over the phone, that should be a red flag. It oh, should. can you read me your PIN? Oh, can yeah. you give me a password? Yeah. If it's really the bank, they have all the information on the back do, end. Folks. They don't need to ask you for it. Yeah. Pure ripoff scam, and they're they're counting on you to be worried that oh something's happening to my money. I Correct. mistrust trust this person, and Correct. your judgment maybe gets a little shaky here, and you you dive in for it. And like you've mentioned on previous shows, they target older folks, too. yeah, they? who are not as familiar with the tech stuff mm-hmm. uh, in general. I mean, you know, we can't make a blanket, but you know, people who do not have not spent, generally, yeah. yeah can be more prone to that. Anytime someone asks you for, oh, you know, can you just read me your PIN? Or, hey, you just got this text code. Can you read that back to me? Just hang up. Yeah. Just hang up. You're worried about your bank account, but what you should do is grab your debit card or your banking associates business card. Call the bank yourself. Just dial it back. Because even if that's the spoof number, and don't hit redi- redial no, either. No, definitely not. But find your bank's legitimate customer service phone number and just call them and say, hey, I just got this call about potential fraud on my account. I want to check it out. Banks have huge customer service departments. You may have to wait a few minutes on the phone, but you're going to talk to somebody legitimate who will probably tell you, no, that was a scam. That was not us. We did not call that. Uh, We did not call you to tell you this, and that way you shut it down before it happens. So just in general, to protect yourself, never give your banking information to a caller, uh, even if caller ID shows that it's your bank calling about fraud because it may not actually be. Again, if it really is your bank, they already have your account and login of information. They do, Don't yeah. give it to them, and do not enter any verification codes. Do not give them PIN codes. You know, essentially, you know, this is the the key to the door in your account. And once give you start nothing giving, nothing, yes. You know, and and if you don't use Zelle or the bank offers it, like don't even sign up for it or turn it off. Like don't have that be out there where this could be potentially. Yeah,
0: I was kind of surprised that my bank had it on for yeah. my account and I never really actually activated it. So I, yeah, I, I I'm gonna
1: yeah. So talk to your bank about this. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, shut that down, please. Yeah, shut it out. Um, but this has just been a hopefully helpful hint about something to look out for. And we know a lot of our listeners are very savvy and wouldn't fall for this. Yeah. but you've all got relatives who maybe aren't familiar exactly. with tech and you need to keep them protected as well and information is powerful and we need to spread the word that the stuff is going around so that fewer people get ripped by it hey
0: but there's no shame i mean you know what
1: these scams are getting
0: better and better yeah I mean, so we need to be you know yeah we
1: got to step it up with our exactly, awareness of such things exactly so.
0: hey this is a top 5 triple h Wow. Top know,
1: five triple H. It's here. a public service announcement. There you so, go. yes, there we're you we're, go. we're trying to keep people safe here. Nice. Nicely done. But I guess it's it's probably a time we should wind up, though. Yes, I think we should. Hmm. We should thank the bros. Thank you, bros.
0: Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. If you think it, they will build it. Yes, and
1: thank you, listeners. Uh, we thank hope you. everyone is having a, a lovely February. Now, yeah. Or late halfway late through. winter. Would did this be? Halfway or late winter? Um. Well, I guess because uh, spring technically doesn't even come around until like end of March. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. Yeah, God. we still got a while to go. Oh um, gosh, April actually doesn't it? Yeah, I forget. Oh man, you, you know, to you, so we get like stuck in this weird February haze. Where... Didn't
0: the ferret see its shadow or something like that? Oh, the the uh, woodchuck,
1: the groundhog, the groundhog. Yeah, ferret. No, I think I think, it, chunk, I think it, it it did not. And so in theory, winter is supposed to be winding up soon. Although oh. I, I don't know if all of the groundhogs get together because they have multiple ones. <laughs> And if they do, like, a Rotten Tomatoes groundhog consensus over whether we saw the shadow or if... No, my prediction is good. My prediction's good.
0: <laughs> this fighting, squabbling, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: um, you know? but yeah, I, I think at least the one in New York and maybe the Pennsylvania one thought that we were going to be close thought... into spring. So. Yeah, whatever, man. Whatever just, the rodent just... says is probably not <sighs> going to be that accurate. Whatever the rodent says. Yes. What does Pizza Rat say? That's what I want to know. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah, Pizza Rat says, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> Uh, anyway, and with that, we should probably wind up and uh, You're killing me, JD. You're thank you so much me. listeners. We we hope you're all having a good one. Thank and you. uh we'll we'll be back uh, in a week or two with with more thoughts and tech news. <laughs> you're I'm JD Beersor and I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. And let's go have some pizza. Yes.